Today we're going to explore the taxable benefit known as PEFs. PEFs stands for Property Embedded Fixtures and Features and are a capital allowances. The concept of capital allowances is quite straightforward. You actually receive a taxable benefit on expenditure that you incur against plant and machinery that you need for the purpose of your trade. That bit's straightforward, but now it becomes a little less straightforward as the story goes on. Capital allowances have been around for over a hundred years, and in a way that's part of the problem. Because they've been around for as long as they have, everybody very genuinely believes that they're being dealt with as efficiently as possible. However, the reality is very, very different. And let me tackle this very important point first. When you buy a piece of plant and machinery, you pay the money and then you receive an invoice. And this invoice is very important because it's proof of expenditure. And it's a document that you can then hand to your accountant who will then assess it and treat it for whatever accounting purpose is necessary. So that proof of payment's critical. The invoice usually and often applies to what we call movable items, things that you can literally pick up and take away quite often. Tables, chairs, computers, and it goes further. It would include cars and trucks and other such things. But they're items that are easy to identify. But there's a whole other list, and these are the PEFs. These are the property embedded fixtures and features. And the key word here is embedded, because there's a whole array of plant and machinery that has to go into a UK taxpayer's commercial property to make that building legal. These are the items that are embedded. They're often identified as being part of the building, and indeed they are, but they're also a PEF that's entitled to have capital allowances recovered on them. The fact they're embedded is often the reason why they're missed. They're taken for granted, and they're assumed to be there. But as we know, plant and machinery isn't defined in law. So the way to maybe come to terms with what qualifies is to look at every aspect of a room and look at an item that's in the room and pretend or assume you could take it out. If you were to take it out, would something stop happening? And if the answer to that question is yes, then it has functionality. And the chances are it's a capital allowable item, it's a PEF, and it has a tax benefit that you can have. Now, as we've already discussed, movable items are often claimed because there's an invoice and proof. So the question is, what happens if there isn't an invoice and how often can that occasion occur? Well, let's think about what happens, for instance, when you buy a building. There's very early an invoice. There may be an inventory, but that will be for the tables and the chairs and the cups and saucers. There won't be anything that will include things like telephone points, toilets, radiators, smoke detectors, or other items that are embedded. This is where the pot of gold lies, and this is the item that's often missed. What happens if you actually do a refurbishment? You may well be taking things out that have a tax benefit and throwing them in the skip. You're then going to be installing something that has a tax benefit, but it has to be identified and treated accordingly. You might also have an extension done. And quite often extensions, if they're big enough, are perhaps done under a stage payment arrangement. A stage payment will simply tell you how much you have to pay. It doesn't give you the detail of what items have got into that extension. Therefore, you and your accountant and your advisors quite often don't understand what could be claimed because they haven't got any proof it's been there. So you may well ask, what happens to this expenditure? Where does it go? 
and it probably will be sitting in the balance sheet under land and buildings perhaps as a freehold improvement or something similar and will be sitting there simply waiting to be identified and what you have to understand is that the numbers are very rarely small they're quite often significantly high for instance an office block a traditional office block perhaps that had £500,000 spent on buying it and refurbishing it may well have between a hundred and hundred and twenty-five thousand pounds worth of embedded capital allowances that hitherto haven't been claimed. A hotel that perhaps has had a million pounds spent on it in buying it and refurbishing it, there may well there be four hundred thousand pounds worth of PEFs that are waiting to create a taxable benefit for the client. Twenty to twenty-five percent of the base cost and expenditure is a routine yield on a capital allowance claim. This is not petty cash. If you think you've done an exercise such as this, use these examples maybe to do the maths. Work out what 20 to 25% of your base costs are and have you claimed that level of capital allowances? Have you done a room by room survey? This is a critical part of the exercise as it identifies exactly what level of plant and machinery you have installed in your property. The due diligence to do this work is very important as HMRC may ask for questions and may ask for proof. But don't forget, CAs are an entitlement. It's not a hornet's nest. Don't be concerned about making a claim. You're entitled to do it. Just to add to the complexity, some new rules were added in 2014 and the basic element of the new rules are that in the event of a commercial property transaction taking place post April 2014 the capital allowance position must be administered correctly or they're lost forever. In our experience and so far they are very rarely handled correctly and we're constantly having to deal with issues that have been incorrectly administered and trying to rescue something from it. The items that would be included in a building that would qualify are quite often insisted on by people like health and safety, fire precautions, security issues, communication issues and much much more. The benefits of a successful capital allowance claim can be very useful. You can mitigate future tax liabilities, you can even claw back tax paid in the past and it can also can be used as a balance sheet asset, perhaps to enhance a property transaction going forward. The property can be owned or leased, and it can be held by a limited company, an individual, a partnership or LLP. The prime driver here is that they're liable for UK tax. If you still have a property that was acquired pre-April 2014, the old rules will apply, which means there's no time bar on how far back we can go to establish the qualifying expenditure. This is a real opportunity that is routinely missed or underestimated. I hope this has been helpful.